Super Talk Mississippi Media Production. You can wrap this one, my friend, in maroon and white. Ten seconds, nine, eight, seven, six, five, four, three, two, one. Bingo! You're listening to Thunder and Lightning on Super Talk Mississippi. Covering Mississippi State sports like nobody else. Another week here on Thunder and Lightning. I thank you for joining me here on Super Talk at supertalk.fm and Supertalk app, Supertalk TV. I'm Brian Haydad. Over there in Studio X, that's Rhino. If he doesn't look good, I don't look good. That's how he works. Thanks for joining me here. we got a lot of Mississippi State sports to talk about. Uh, one of my good friends is going to join us in just a few minutes, my buddy Paul Jones from 24-7 Sports, because we're talking, you know what? You want to know what we're talking about? I'll tell you what we're talking about. Hit it, Rhino! Who knew I had the pipes like that? That's me singing, by the way. I just want to let y'all know. In case I, if you need to rent me out for, uh, you know, uh, celebrations or whatever, I'll be happy to come sing at whatever it is you're doing. But uh, we're talking recruiting here on today's Thunder and Lightning, and it's sort of sparked by what happened last Friday. Uh, on a, on a live stream uh, from 24-7 Sports, four-star quarterback Chris Parsons made uh, what has been sort of a badly kept secret uh, official by committing to Mississippi State. Now, Mike Leach getting a highly rated quarterback, getting a four-star quarterback, not exactly you know breaking news, right? He's gotten them in each of his previous two classes with Sawyer Robertson and with uh, with Braden Locke. And, and you would think, okay, you know, it's probably a pretty easy sell. Hey, come to Mississippi State, throw the ball 700 times. Nobody else is offering you that. You're going to be the focus of everything that we do. What makes Chris Parsons, Chris Parson different is this. He is a true, every, every use of the word, dual threat quarterback. He is a guy who can make a lot of things happen with his legs. And so he provides a... Uh, an aspect to this offense that we have not seen ever, ever under Mike Leach in his 20-plus years of being a head coach. He's always had very traditional drop-back passers back there, guys who can you know maybe move around a little bit in the pocket, but you would never say a guy like Cliff Kingsbury, Graham Harrell, uh, Gardner Minshew, and now Will Rogers, you wouldn't say, oh, those are guys who can make plays with their legs. Chris Parsons is that guy. Chris Parson, I keep wanting to add that S. I want to do that. Chris Parson is that kind of guy, though. Now, I feel it very, I think we talked about this on the first show. I feel it very uh, important to say that, that I don't expect Mike Leach to bring this kid in and start running Dan Mullen's offense and to start running, you know, a lot of zone read and a lot of QB draw. No, quite the contrary. What I expect is for Mississippi State to have a playmaker in, 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 in this position, in the quarterback position. That when things get broken down in the pocket, when there is pressure, 
You're not a sack isn't always going to happen. You have a guy who can escape, but keep his eyes downfield and look for big plays in the passing game. Can he run if he needs to? If there's nothing open, absolutely he can. But you, we got to somehow take the term dual threat and not say, okay, he's going to carry the ball 10, 12 times a game the way Dak Prescott and, and, and Chris Ralph did, or you know, 15, 20 times a game the way Nick Fitzgerald did. That's not what this is going to be. This is going to be a, a different dimension to the air raid offense. It'll be very similar, and I, I don't want to make this comparison. Do not take what I'm about to say as a comparison between this kid who's, who's still in high school and a former Heisman Trophy winner and the number one pick in the draft. But sort of what you saw with, with, with Oklahoma when they had Kyler Murray. Murray made some big plays in the running game here and there. But for the most part, he just keeps his eyes downfield and makes plays with his arm. You know who else sort of does things like that? Again, we're just using these as examples. We're not making comparisons. No comparisons. Don't be that. Don't don't ever say the next. The next is the worst thing you can ever label a college football player. Let them be the first. Nobody wants to be the next. But over you know ninety miles to the east of, of Starkville, Bryce Young is a really good runner. He could get downfield if he wants. But he doesn't. He stays in the pocket and he makes the throws. That's where the big plays come from. So that's what Chris Parson is is going to try to bring to Mississippi State. Now that's down the road. He's, he's not even going to be in Starkville for another you know full year. And then you throw on top of that, uh, you know he's got a lot of competition. Will Rogers will be back at Mississippi State next year, in my opinion. Sawyer Robertson could still be here. Braden Locke will still be here. Lot he's got a lot of climbing to do. So it's something that's sort of interesting to think about for the future. The future of Mississippi State football could be something different than what we've been seeing over the past two, three years with Mike Leach. And if you go back further in his career to uh, to his to all of his time at Texas Tech and Washington State, different than something he's ever done before. And that's interesting to me. You know, one of the things I, I say it a lot on, on I don't know if I've said it on this show yet. I know I've said it on Sports Talk Mississippi, and I know I've said it on the podcast. But I always make the comment that coaches would rather lose their way than win somebody else's way. The outlier to this is Nick Saban. Nick Saban is a man who does not care at all how he wins, just win. He just wants to win. But a lot of coaches are just, they're, they, they, they get labeled system coaches, and they're like, I'm going to do this, this is what I know, this is how I know how to do it, and whatever happens, happens. And that's how you end up with a situation where you, you let Nick Fitzgerald throw the ball 35, 40 times in a game, and you don't run the ball at all, and you lose. Mike Leach has always been a guy, I'm going to do it my way. Even as the guys under him in the coaching tree, guys that he that he taught, that he prepared for that position, added and tweaked and changed some things up. Now it looks like Mike Leach has gotten on board. That That could be dangerous in a good way for Mississippi State. Because how many times have we seen these past two years where you're just like, gosh, if the QB would just take off running, or if they could just get you know miss that one guy and get that, get get outside the pocket, you got something there. Well, now you're going to recruit a guy that gives you that. So we'll see. We'll see uh, 
We'll see where it goes. William says that's what made uh, Joe Burrow so much fun to walk, watch. True quarterback, but he could get out of trouble and scramble. We need to. Burrow is a fantastic example. I, I hate making these comparisons. So far, I've compared this kid who has played no college football to a Heisman Trophy winner who was the number one overall pick, over one overall pick in the draft. Then I went with the current Heisman Trophy winner who will likely be a top five pick in the draft. And now we've got one more number one overall pick Heisman Trophy winner who had maybe the greatest season in the history of college football. No pressure, right? See how that goes for him. Interesting little anecdote, and I put this on a 24-7 just yesterday. Uh, but there's sort of a little mini egg bowl happening uh, this weekend in Tennessee where Chris Parson, his high school, Ravenwood High School, which is in Brentwood, Tennessee, just outside of Nashville, they will take on Montgomery Bell Academy. Their quarterback is Marcel Reed, who is currently committed to Ole Miss. So I thought that was sort of a fun thing. Those two guys are separated by just millipoints. I don't even know what the word to use there. A thousandth of a point here and there uh, on the uh, the 24-7 composite ratings. Both very highly thought of, both very good quarterbacks. So that'll be a fun little uh, football game if you're up in that area or if you're going to be up in that area to, to go check out. Uh, but, yeah, Chris Parson now part of this class. And I think this is a pretty solid class for Mississippi State thus far. It's currently ranked 35th in the 24-7 uh, composite ratings. They've got only the one four-star. It's Parson. But they have, right now, four guys who I think will be reevaluated throughout the season and end up being four-stars. Two of them from here, from here in the state of Mississippi. Uh, the linebacker out of Hattiesburg, Tobias Hinton. And the uh, athlete who will probably end up playing linebacker out of Bay Springs, Ty Jones, and then you got two uh, Tennessee kids, Justin Brown, the wide receiver. I mean, when you look at these, his offer sheet, it, it makes sense to make him a four star. He's got a ton of Power Five offers. And then my guy, you know, you know who it is, you know, love lifting us up where we belong. Joe Crocker, out of uh, Nashville, the big offensive tackle. I mean. An offensive lineman, six foot six, three hundred and ten pounds, with offers from Arkansas, Wisconsin, Michigan State, and Mississippi State. Call me crazy, I think he can end up being a four star player. And then you got you know you're going to add to the class throughout. This is going to end up just like it always is, guys. If, if you're if you're worried, it was this class was 59th a couple weeks ago. It's 35th now. It'll end up between 25 and 30, and just like it always does. They'll add a couple more four-star guys here and there. They'll fill it in with a couple of more high, highly rated three-star guys. Recruiting is recruiting at Mississippi State. It's it's the same thing year after year. It's just a question of who they're going to uh, to bring in here and there. When we come back, Paul Jones, 24-7 Sports. Nobody knows Mississippi recruiting better than Paul. He'll join me live here on the show, and we'll talk about Parson. We'll talk about some Mississippi prospects. We'll talk about who's next for this class, and maybe a little other stuff as well. You listen to Thunder and Lightning live here on Super Talk Mississippi.
Things with Rebecca Turner is brought to you in part by TrustCare, where you'll find a team of experienced, knowledgeable, and friendly staff. Visit TrustCareHealth.com to schedule an appointment today. TrustCare. Feel better, faster. This is Brent Calloway. Since 1954, Calloway's has been family-owned and operated. Located in Gludstadt, south of Germantown High, Calloway's has a large selection of all your favorite trees and shrubs, all on sale now. Calloway's has large rolls of pine straw, and we're offering quantity pricing. Calloway's outdoor patio furniture is in stock and ready for delivery, all 25 to 50% off, and for a limited time, free delivery in the metro area. Our farmer's market is full of fresh fruits, vegetables, local honey, jellies, jams, and the best tomatoes in town. Callaway's has farm fresh produce seven days a week. Did you know Callaway's has beautiful decorative accessories and gift items for your indoor and outdoor living spaces? Callaway's has bulk soils for pickup and local delivery. Callaway's landscape designers, Clinton Streeter and Corey Castle, can design and install your landscape. Callaway's, Gludstadt on Calhoun Station Parkway, south of Germantown High. Callaway's is... Are you getting stressed out trying to buy or sell in today's real estate market? Hi, I'm Adam Moore with Four Corner Properties. At Four Corner Properties, we take pride in making your buying and selling experience simple and stress-free. With the foundation of our company being built on faith, family, and friendship, you can put your trust in our team at Four Corner Properties. So whether you're looking for a new home or looking for that new hunting track, give me a call on my sale at 662-528-2581 or at the office at 601-952-2828. Sit back, relax, and let me do the work for you. It's back. That's right. School is back in session. That means it's time for our back-to-school super sale at Mazda of Jackson. That's right. School is back. And so is carpool and traffic. We're here to put you into a new ride so you can get to school in style while saving you cash. Get super low 2.9% financing for 72 months on new 2022 Mazda CX-9s. Get 2.49% financing for 36 months on new 2022 Mazda CX-5s. And come see the all-new 2023 Mazda CX-50. Buy a new Mazda and Mazda of Jackson will take care of your first year's maintenance at no cost to you. Shop right now at MazdaofJackson.com. Plus, you can buy with confidence with a 20-year, 250,000-mile powertrain warranty. Have a trade? Bring it in and we'll give you top dollar for it, even if you don't buy a vehicle from us. And remember, 100% credit approval is our number one goal. School is in session. So come get your deal now at Mazda of Jackson, where nobody walks away because everybody saves. Our all-new state-of-the-art facility is located at 5397 I-55 Frontage Road North in Jackson. Call 991-2222 today. MazdaofJackson.com. With approved credit, select model, see dealer for details. Tune in this Saturday morning from 8 till 10 for Weekend Gardening, where Garden Mama Nellie Neal will tackle all your gardening questions. Weekend Gardening, brought to you in part by The Tractor Store, your local Mahindra dealer, The Tractor Store, Highway 49 South in Richland. Folks in the Capital City metro area, love to have you join me tomorrow morning, 6 to 9, Gallo Show. We'll start your day the informed way, Super Talk Mississippi 97.3. Thunder and lightning on Super Talk Mississippi. Listen up! Thunder and Lightning live here on Super Talk Mississippi. I'm Brian Haydad. That's Rhino down there in Studio X, making sure that I don't look like a fool every coming out of every commercial break. Joining me now, my good friend, Paul Jones, also my neighbor, doesn't live too far 
uh, down the road from me and likes to, to you point out that, you know, when I'm not home, things are happening at my house that are never actually happening. Paul, how are you doing tonight? Doing great, man. How are you? Man, I'm doing good. Thanks for joining me here, man. I really appreciate it. You're, you're the first one on the beat to get to be on the show. So, I mean, I'm high honored. honors for you. I am honored and off day from training camp. Good to go. There you go. Let's talk recruiting. Let's talk Chris Parson. Obviously, he's the top guy on the board right this second, or on the commitment list. In your opinion, what lent Coach Leach to, to want to go after a quarterback like Chris Parson, who's just different than most every quarterback he's recruited, certainly from what he has on the roster? I mean, you're right. And, and when you look at Mississippi State's previous quarterbacks, uh, or you can go all the way back to Washington State and Texas Tech, for Mike Leach, uh, I would have to compare the numbers, Brian, but I'm pretty sure Parsons' rushing yards last year are, are more than probably twice as much as anybody else has had that he's signed in the past, you know, decade or so. I mean, this guy rushed for over a thousand yards last year, and uh, you know he's, you know, we've had this argument on our site before. Uh, you know, I, I don't know if you would term him a dual threat, but he's a guy that can extend plays with his legs. And, uh, you know, to me, that would be huge in this offense. You know, obviously, Leach has made the offense work well with pro-style quarterbacks. And don't get me wrong, Chris Parson, he's a, he's a pro-style quarterback, too, and that wants to be identified as that. But when you just add that element of being able to escape the pocket and extend plays and to pick up yards on, on the ground. You know, Will Rogers does an excellent job in this offense now, but Will's not going to scare anybody taking off running the football. But, you know, you add that dimension to the offense, it can make things very interesting in the future. It's interesting also the way that this recruitment went in terms of, you know, Mississippi State, you know their first real target was Brock Glenn. Uh, the quarterback and and you know a guy that they thought that they they were going to be able to get in the class, he ends up at Ohio State, which shows you if nothing else that Mike Leach was clearly on the right guy there in terms of finding a good quarterback. But had he committed to Mississippi State, he is very much in the mold of a Sawyer Robertson, Braden Locke, Will Rogers kind of quarterback. Was it the loss of Glenn that got him thinking maybe this is the way I, I want to go? Yeah, I think when when they started, I would say. You look back to probably the middle of May, uh, I think not long after, um, you know, Brock started exploding in some national camps and started getting a lot bigger offers, uh, Ohio State, LSU, Auburn, which is, is very deeply rooted in his family. Obviously, his first name's Auburn. Uh, it's just a, a <laughs> lot of things happening that, you know, Mississippi State coaches probably like, you know what, we, we may have to look elsewhere. Uh, that this, and, and, you know, credit to those guys for, for calling it early, you know, because, uh, at the end of the day, probably six, seven, eight weeks down the line, Brock put out a top four list. I think in Mississippi State wasn't on that list, but by that time, you know, they were, they were in good with Chris Parson and we started to learn all the connections we, he had with Mississippi State and Starkville and just the state of Mississippi in general. Uh, but they offered him, I think, late May and, <clears throat> had even visited Chris when they were on the road in the spring evaluation period. So he was actually on their radar before then. And, you know, behind the scenes, they were building those relationships. And uh, then for whatever reason, Florida State wanted to wanted to get another quarterback and then look at having a two-quarterback system. And uh, that, uh, that ended up, 
that strategy ended up very well for Mississippi State, not very good for the Seminoles, but they're still looking for a quarterback. Yeah, to say that it backfired on them would be would be an understatement. When I look at this recruiting class, Paul, it reminds me a lot of what Dan Mullen used to do in that he's got he's gone out of state for some some targets, but there's a lot of Mississippi kids, and and this is just you know a thing that you know that Mississippi kids perennially underrated by all recruiting sites, and that's not a knock on anybody; it's just the way that it is. But you know the, the bottom six six guys in this class all from the state of Mississippi. But guys like Joseph Head and Jalen Abram and Dante Kelly, these are players you had the opportunity to, to, to watch a few weeks or I guess a couple months ago now at Big Dog Camp. They seem to fit right into the mold of Mississippi kids who will come to Mississippi State, play defense, and in a few years you'll be talking about why did nobody else recruit them. Exactly, and, and this is another strong – I mean, you – you know, the, the quarterbacks and, and even receivers and running backs from time to time, that depth just won't be there in Mississippi. Uh, and, and we see that now and then, especially on the, you know, it seems like one year we'll have two or three, you know, Division One quarterbacks, and then some we don't have but one or if any. But that's never the case on the defensive side of the football in this state. There's always players that, like you said, are underrated, uh, mainly because, <clears throat> you know, those guys are playing all over the field. You know, you, you mentioned Jakari Tillman. I mean, here's a guy that is a leading receiver for his team, leading tackler, leading everything. You know, a guy that probably even punts or does kickoffs for them. You know, they do everything and don't specialize in one thing. And then when they get to college, they just take off. I mean, Bernard McKinney, so many that we could use examples for in that mold. But, you know, kind of keeping it with the current times, you look up today, you know, yesterday in training camp, there's Corey Ellington running with the ones. You know, mm-hmm. Corey was exactly in that same spot you just mentioned when you're talking Joseph Head, Dante Kelly, you know, guys that, that are good football players but just don't have the rankings. And and now Corey's in a true sophomore, and, and he's battling for a starting position on that defense. Uh, there, there's a lot of players in the state like that. I mean, even, you know, you go back last year, Brian, and look at a couple of guys like Don Terry Russell and Calvin Jenkins, uh, Avery Sledge. You know, those those guys are going to be good football players, and we're we're just seeing, you know, a little bit of what they're going to be like in the future in camp. But you know, uh, <clears throat> credit to Leach and them for for being in those high schools and, and figuring out who can play what, and who can play where, and, and getting those guys on board early. There is one guy on the Mississippi State target list that does have the rankings. That, that you're talking about, and that's Isaac Smith, the big safety out of, out of Fulton, Mississippi. He's a guy whose his recruitment's been interesting to follow because I think a lot of people early on didn't think Mississippi State was in the game, but State has done a good job of recruiting him. When I read your articles, what I always read is, they recruit me the hardest. How good of a player is he, and how confident are you that State, State can get him into the class? You know, of course, a lot of it depends on the depth chart and where you go to school and who's got what coming back, but and that can play a factor, but I think Isaac's one of the most college-ready players in the state this year. And just a combination of his football instincts, his football IQ, and his athletic ability and, and the ability ability to see things happen before they happen. Uh, just very impressive young man on and off the field. But, yeah, he's um, he's definitely, you know, I would say him and Caleb Bryant, who's committed to Utah, I think those are their top two targets left in the state. And, you know, there may be some guys later on that, that end up earning Mississippi State offers after a good senior season. But I think those are the two main ones. But, you know, Isaac's a guy that he's already been to Vanderbilt for an official visit. And, 
You know, the main schools he's mentioned has been Mississippi State, Vanderbilt, Texas A&M, Georgia, every now and then Arkansas and Tennessee, but kind of interested to see where he lines up his official visits first. I think that could tell us a lot uh, as to where he may be leaning. Uh, you know, I know Mississippi State will get one, but you know as well as anybody, Brian, sometimes uh, we may get a hint when he sets the order of those official visits because mm-hmm. Getting that last visit can sometimes mean a lot, sometimes mean nothing, but I think they would probably prefer to get his last official visit because he's a guy that he's signing in December regardless because he's an early high school graduate. So, uh, you know, I'm sure they would they would love to be his last official visit. Only about a couple minutes left, Paul. Who's the guy in the class that you like the most? Right now, besides Chris Parson, mm-hmm. uh It'd probably be Joe Crocker on offense, and I would go with either Joe Crocker or Justin Brown on offense, and Corey Tillman and Joseph Head on defense. I I think Joe Crocker's four star talent. I think Justin Brown's four star talent, and I think Corey Tillman's four star talent. I think those are those are SEC quality football players. And, you know, I think with a, another thousand yard season, Justin Brown may get to that four star status. But you know, Joe Crocker. All you got to do is look at his offers list and, and look at the fact that his final three were Michigan State, Wisconsin, and Mississippi State. And you know you're in good company and, and you're on the right guys if you're battling Michigan State and Wisconsin for an offensive lineman. So uh, just got to keep building on that. And uh, I think it's going to be a year like we had last year at Mississippi State with a lot of guys in that 88 to 90 range rank. rank. Uh, not many star powers in the state, so it may be hard to have a – you know, a nationally top twenty or top twenty-five class, but uh, they just they just have to build and add a few more pieces to what they got right now. Always fun to follow recruiting if you've got the stomach for it, which Paul does <laughs> in spades. Paul, thanks so much, Paul Jones from Twenty Four Seven Sports here on Thunder and Lightning Live. national blood shortage, Mississippi Blood Services is in critical need of donations to refill our supply. Please help Mississippi Blood Services recover their supply of much-needed blood. Visit msblood.com or call 601-368-2673 to find a location near you to donate blood today. That's msblood.com. msblood.com. Identity theft shows no signs of slowing down. In fact, more than $14 billion were stolen last year. That's a criminal success story and a wake-up call for everyone else. It can be dangerously easy to steal your identity. LifeLock by Norton makes it easy to help protect yourself. If you become a victim, LifeLock will work to fix it. No one can prevent all identity theft, but everyone can save up to 25% their first year with promo code NEWS at LifeLock.com. Guys, have Viagra and Cialis let you down? It can get you to the point where you think your best days are behind you. 
Well, think again. If you suffer from any type of erectile dysfunction, regardless of your age or medical history, Innovative Health Clinic in Ridgeland can help. Their treatment options work without pain, needles, surgery, or medications, and no downtime using the latest proven technology. Call 601-944-5585 or visit InnovativeHealthClinic.net for an appointment today. Are the trees and shrubs running your yard instead of you? Let the tree professionals at Baroni's Tree Pros take out your problem limb by limb. Baroni's Tree Pros is your complete tree, shrub, and stump removal service. No job is too big for the tree professionals at Baroni's Tree Pros. And with our superior cleanup, you can't go wrong. Baroni's Tree Pros, 601-345-8090. 601-345-8090. That's 601-345-8090. Or online at baroniestreepros.com. That's baroniestreepros.com. Hello, I'm Gary Jolly from the Tractor Store in Richland. Now's the best time of the year to say more with Mahindra. And it all starts with zero. Pay zero down and zero percent interest up to 60 months. That's more for less on many of Mahindra's best-selling models with tractors that deliver more lift, capacity, fuel efficiency, and built-in weight. So get zero down, zero percent interest for up to 60 months on Mahindra, the world's number one selling tractor, Mahindra, available at the Tractor Store in Richland. What if there was a paint that could awaken something as old as that Rip Van Winkle guy? Hey, what? Because it could adhere to the most weathered exteriors and completely restore its youth. Hey, there's hair on my head again! If a paint could give any time-worn surface stunning new life, is it still paint? Regal Select Exterior from Benjamin Moore. Paint like no other. Seabrook Paints in Jackson and Ridgeland. Visit SeabrookPaints.com. I'm J.T. Mitchell, and you're listening to Super Talk, Mississippi News. As of this afternoon, 17 monkeypox cases have been identified right here in Mississippi. That's in comparison to nearly 14,000 nationwide. The city of Laurel has seen a recent rise in tourism, which has forced the city council to start regulating Airbnbs. You can have one Airbnb in your main house. If you have a separate structure behind your house, which a lot of uh, areas in the historic district do, you can have another Airbnb in one of the one of the houses behind your main house. That was Laurel Mayor Johnny McGee explaining to WDAM how the new ordinance prohibits multiple Airbnbs from being in the same home. Airbnb hosts in the city beautiful will also now face a 3% tourism tax. For more news, sports, and politics, find us online at supertalk.fm. When it comes to the outdoors, we are one. We live in one of the best places in America to enjoy the great outdoors. So let's talk about it. Super Talk Outdoors with Ricky Matthews. Mondays starting at noon here on Super Talk Mississippi. Presented by the Foundation Protecting Our Outdoors Heritage. Listen or watch the show anywhere you get Super Talk Mississippi. You know that nowadays more people are cutting the cord, ditching traditional cable and satellite television, and instead just streaming everything. With Super Talk Mississippi Media Digital's over-the-top advertising, you can get your business seen on streaming TV. Super Talk Mississippi Media Digital's highly trained and trusted team can show you how your ad dollars can go further to reach a more targeted audience. Call 601-991-2305 or go to stmmdigital.com to get started today. 
You know that nowadays, most people go online to look at a business before they spend their money. But what if the online information about your business is incorrect, or even worse, not very flattering? If your online presence isn't great, you may be losing customers. Super Talk Mississippi Media Digital's trusted and highly trained team is the answer. We're ready to work with you to help your business capitalize on the power of digital marketing. Call 601-991-2305 or go to stmmdigital.com to get started today. Thunder and lightning on Super Talk Mississippi. Rhino, you know me like a book. These music choices are fantastic. I couldn't be happy. Thunder and Lightning live here on Super Talk Mississippi. I want to thank Paul Jones for coming on with us just a few minutes ago. If you missed that interview, if you missed any of the show, if you miss anything Super Talk does, we pretty much have it all in podcast form. Sports Talk Mississippi available in podcast form. This show available in podcast form. And, of course, the Thunder and Lightning podcast I guess it goes without saying. It's in podcast form. Subscribe wherever you get podcasts, Apple, Spotify, Stitcher, Google. It doesn't matter. You can get anything Super Talk does, especially what we're doing over here on the sports side uh, with Super Talk. Let's talk uh, a little MSU football scrimmages in particular. Uh, I was at the scrimmage on Saturday at Davis Wade Stadium. My first observation for that is hot. Man, it was hot. I don't know how people do that. I was just I was looking longingly at the press box the whole time like there's air conditioning in there. Can I go just can I just go sit up there? I don't I don't need anything else just to be able to sit there would be fine. Man, it was bad. That said, that wasn't the only thing that was bad. And that we talked about it in, in depth on Sports Talk Mississippi on Monday and on Monday's uh, Thunder and Lightning podcast, but if you missed those, state offensively was just not great. Not crisp. Uh the execution was not there. Some mistakes were being made. Uh, and now the quarterback looked really good. Will Rogers and Sawyer Robertson, neither one of them looked impressive. And you may be thinking, you're like, oh no. Let's just, you know, let's just calm down. I am a, you know, we talk, we talk about football cliches all the time. The defense is ahead of the offense early in the season is one I, I actually believe is true. State's defense looked really good, really salty. A lot of talent, a lot of depth. I'm, I'm, I think they're going to be a good unit this year. And I expect the offense just to be better for two reasons. One, it's early. They're still figuring out a lot of things. They're still sorting through some, some rotations on the offensive line. And, and if you're somebody who's worried about the tackle position, I thought that Dollar Bill Johnson and uh, Cam Jones, who were playing left and right tackle respectively, were okay. They were good. They were good enough. A lot of the pressure State brought in that scrimmage, they brought up the middle. And they overloaded the middle time and time again. That's a Zach Arnett thing, which is the second thing we want to talk about here, is that State's not going to face Zach Arnett's defense. They're not going to see any 3-3-5. They're going to see that hyper-aggressive style. They're going to see the drop eight. They're going to see zone coverage over and over again. So just don't don't let that overwhelm you. But at the same time, don't just be, you know, wool over your eyes. Oh, no, everything's good. They, they, they've got some kinks to work out. Receivers dropping passes. You know, you know that can't happen. Now, I will say this, and this is all speculation on my part, um, but as we watched the scrimmage, there were several times where we thought, that's 
because they had officials out there. They had they they had the, the they had not not a full crew, but they had three or four guys out there. And we would we'd watch a pass play, and the receiver and the DB would go up for the ball. And the consensus among those in, in the media watching the uh, the scrimmage were was you know that's that's pass interference. Then you go fast forward to the end of the scrimmage, and Leach comes out and he's talking, and he says, you know, I didn't think our receivers were physical enough today. I think Leach got in the officials' ear a little bit before and was like, look. You know, let's let's let them let's let them fight for the ball. Let's see what happens. I think he wanted to see his receivers and what they would do. There were some plays in there that would have clearly been called pass interference for Mississippi State. They would have gotten the benefit of that. That said, though, if you're being challenged, you got to go up there and make the catch. I thought the receiver who was the most uh, impressive, and this might surprise you, uh, is Justin Robinson. You know, if you're not you know, somebody who's on a message board or, or really paying attention, you might wonder who that is. That's not a name from last year. He is one of the transfers that came in. He's the one from Georgia, four-star kid out of high school, uh, played for Georgia last year, would have been, a, you know, redshirting on their national championship team, and now uh, is at Mississippi State. He had four catches in the scrimmage. I thought he looked the part of an SEC receiver. He's a, he's battling at that X position at the same place where Tulu Griffin and uh, and Ra Ra Thomas. That's three of your that's you know two of your most talented guys, and now you've got this third guy coming in at that same position. So I'm interested to see how State you know finds ways to get these guys on the field. Tulu Griffin is a must. He's got to be on the field. That's your most explosive guy. That's the guy with the speed. That's the guy who has the ability to take the five yard pass and turn it into the fifteen yard pass. That's the guy that has the ability to take the fifteen yard pass. And turn it into the 50-yard pass. Got to have him on the field. You know Austin Williams and Jaden Wally are going to be on the field. Although Jameer Calvin's having a good camp. And he's a veteran and he knows this air raid offense maybe better than anybody because he came from Washington State. The Z position is very interesting to me. In case you're, if you're not familiar with this terminology, I got, I'm talking like everybody knows. State has four receivers, right? So picture four wide. You've got a, a wide out and a slot on both sides, right? X... And Z are the outside receivers. The inside receivers are, are known as Y and H. Y is Austin Williams. H is Jaden Wally. X, the first series of the year, will probably be Tulu Griffin. The Z is where you have Caleb Ducking, who is a JUCO transfer who's been on the roster now for th- for three seasons and has not really made any kind of impression at Mississippi State. But this, I think, you hear the term money year. Are you familiar with that? Money year is a... They they think about it. This your last year. If you're going to get drafted, you got to show this year. This is the year you got to put something on film. Caleb Ducking hearing the the, the cash registers because he's a, he's got the frame. He's six foot four. He's over two hundred pounds. Big kid can move. He's got what it takes. I think physically, he just hasn't done it yet. And that you know, for me, that's a, I don't red flags strong. But why? Why hasn't he done it yet? So. But that's the guy, you know, he's going to get some opportunities there, along with another transfer who has had some moments in camp, and that's Jordan Mosley from Northwestern, another four-star kid who transferred into Mississippi State. Defensively, I got no worries right now. They, they look good out there. That unit looks good. Veterans, ton of experience. I'm not, not overly concerned about anything on the defensive side of the ball. There was one more, There is one other phase of the game, though, right, the special teams. Our guy, Massimo. Not a great kicking day. Kicking. I, I need for the field goal kicking for my own personal sanity, and I feel for many of your as well. I see the mentions that I get on Twitter. I see the people responding. 
We just, you know, the world just needs for Mississippi State to just have a reasonably good kicker. I'm not saying this guy has to hit from 65. I'm not saying he has to be 30 for 30 on the year. Just know that when you trot him out there from 40 in, it's going through the uprights. 90% of the time. 95% of the time. You know, if he has 15 attempts from 40 and in, he hits 13 of them. 14 would be better. Am I asking that much? I don't feel that I am. You know, I'm not, we're not sitting over here telling you I think, you know, Will Rogers needs to be, you know, 6,000 yards passing. I'm just asking for a kicker to kick the ball through the uprights. You have one job. So we'll see if that we'll see if that's the case. State will be back at it this weekend for another scrimmage uh, on Saturday, and that will also be the final practice that media is available to uh, to cover. So that you know they'll start going into game prep and things of that nature after that. Uh, but back at Davis Wade Stadium, will I be there? I haven't decided. It's hot. It's hot out there. I don't know. Plus, I got I got I'm cooking out this weekend. I got I don't know. Richard didn't go. Anybody who gives me any, any any guff about this, Richard didn't go to the Ole Miss scrimmage. I, I don't have to go. I can read about it just like you. Robbie will be there. He can he can bring me up to speed. We'll see. We'll see what happens there. What I want to see this week, though, you got to see the offense take a step forward. I'm not saying they've got to you know be world beaters. And and from what I've heard, and I haven't obviously I'm not at practice because I'm on the air, but the offense has taken up the challenge and has had good practices and has been better than the defense these past couple of days out there. State's off today. There's no practice as we speak, which is incredible, by the way. You finally get a day where it's not 184 degrees outside. It's a nice, cool – I know there's rain, but it's a nice, cool day. and <laughs> You can't practice in it. I, I feel bad for them. But you got to take a step forward offensively. you just got to be more efficient, catch the ball when it's thrown to you, uh, You know, make your blocks, deal with pressure a little bit better. And then special teams, you got to be – more consistent. Just got to be more consistent. Defensively, just keep doing what you're doing. Really like this defense. I'm, I'm really excited to see this defense. I, I, I really do think they have an opportunity. You know, they're not going to be the top defense in the country. Anything like that. It's going to be. Uh, it's going to be a good defense. A top five in the SEC. I think that's that's very possible. Somebody asked if heaven forbid something happened to Will, who would step in? It'd be Sawyer Robertson, no question about it, no question about it. Sawyer Robertson is the unquestioned uh, number two on this team. Braden Locke has got a long way to go, long way to go for that for that young man. You can see he's got some some tools. You can see the talent, arm strength is there for sure. Got the frame, but he's not ready. If, if it gets to him, it's going to be a long year in Starkville. Don't worry about that though. State's offensive line, I think, will do a good job of keeping Will upright. Plus, Will keeps himself upright. He gets rid of the ball. Gets that ball out of there quickly. So, not too overall worried about that. So this Saturday, one more scrimmage, and then, like we said, it'll sort of transition into, okay, now the installation for Memphis begins, and we start looking ahead to game week at Mississippi State. It's only a couple weeks away, guys. So close. So close you can taste it. You can taste the pulled pork. You can taste the ribs that we're going to be cooking at these tailgates. Please invite me to them. I will be happy to come eat. When we come back, MSU Hoops, let's change gears. We'll talk some MSU Hoops when we come back. This is Thunder and Lightning Live on Super Talk Mississippi.
Feel More Buick GMC, we strive to make buying your next vehicle easy and take care of you long after you drive off the lot. That means upfront and honest pricing, doing everything we can to make the time you spend in the dealership as short or as long as you need. It means we understand that purchasing a vehicle is more than just a transaction for you. We want you to enjoy the experience as much as we appreciate your business. Find your next Buick GMC or pre-owned vehicle at FillmoreBuickGMC.com. Fillmore Buick GMC. You drive everything we do. You already know that Madison Cellars is Madison's favorite place to buy wine and spirits since 1988. On Highway 51 in the Madison Station Shopping Center, Madison Cellars has a hometown feel with a big city selection. Do you have a question about which wine to serve with a certain dish? Call 601-856-0931 and let their knowledgeable staff help you find the perfect match. Find out more at madisoncellars.net or stop by today. Madison Cellars on Highway 51 in the Madison Station Shopping Center. At Gateway Rescue Mission, we feed hungry people, we offer shelter to people seeking life change, and we serve as sort of a beacon of hope that says, hey, God cares for you. I'm Rex Baker. Rescue Mission work is not glamorous, but we do see lives changed. Check us out at gatewaymission.org. Find out how you can get involved and join God at work here in Jackson and at Gateway Rescue Mission. 37 years. That's a long time, and that's how long Shapley's Restaurant has been bringing you the finest in steaks, seafood, and of course, our homemade hot tamales. This is Mark Shapley, and we are proud that we are celebrating our 37th year in business. Shapley's has been a staple in the greater Jackson market and had the pleasure of serving guests from around the country. This couldn't have happened without you, and we are so grateful for your continued support. Shapley's Restaurant, 37 years and counting. Come see us soon. 601-957-8000. Since 1871, Gaddis McLaurin Mercantile in downtown Bolton has been providing everything you need. Everything for your house, fencing, plumbing, flowers, lumber. Everything for your animals, dogs, cats, birds, chickens, cows, horses. And everything for your patio and yard. Bayou Classic Cookers, Wind Chimes, Orca and Pelican Coolers. We have most everything. 150 years of serving the community, family owned and operated. Gaddis McLaurin Mercantile, downtown Bolton since 1871. We'll see you soon. What if there was a paint that could awaken something as old as that Rip Van Winkle guy? Hey, what? Because it could adhere to the most weathered exteriors and completely restore its youth. Hey, there's hair on my head again! If a paint could give any time-worn surface stunning new life, is it still paint? Regal Select Exterior from Benjamin Moore. Paint like no other. Seabrook Paints in Jackson and Ridgeland. Visit SeabrookPaints.com. The Dean's List with Janice Dean. A community helping others host summer picnics across Ohio makes today's Dean's List. The group is called Empower Youth, and the nonprofit organization is trying to improve the lives of others. Scott Conley is the founder and says he doesn't want to see his neighborhood decline after the pandemic. He specifically wanted to help kids. Less than 3,000 people live in Bethel, Ohio. One in five people live below the poverty line, with 30% of those under the age of 18. Scott says he wants to get kids out of poverty and give them hope to show they have different options. Each week, a different sponsor takes over the picnics. These groups bring their own volunteers, and Scott says it's the heartbeat of their efforts to reach the greater community. Empower Youth hosts the picnic, and each weekly sponsor provides the food to all attendees. 
Scott says it's great to see the kids' excitement about returning to the picnics every week. Thanks to all those helping the lives of others. Empower youth. You made today's Dean's List. Janice Dean, Fox News. Gallo here with a special invitation to join us weekday morning, 6 to 9. Breaking news, quick shots, analysis, all right here on Super Talk Jackson 97.3. Thunder and lightning on Super Talk Mississippi. If they call a celebration penalty on this, I'll shoot them. day you can hear the voice of Jack Crystal is a good day. That's just a personal opinion of mine. You may not share it, but you should. You should. The goat. Goat, goat gets you overused. Not in that case. Jack Crystal, the goat. I'm Brian Haydad. This is Thunder and Lightning Live, wrapping up with you on a Wednesday, as we do every Wednesday, 6 to 7, live here on Super Talk. If you missed the show, just go get it in podcast form. Tomorrow morning, you can listen to the Thunder and Lightning uh Live recap, and you can listen to Thunder and Lightning, the podcast. Good podcast tomorrow, too. We talk about Mississippi State uh, versus LSU. Big game for the Bulldogs in week three. Wilson Alexander of The Advocate uh, joins me as well on that podcast. So good information. If you're an LSU fan, too, you definitely want to go check that out. Uh, I had the opportunity, as along with some other, other members of the beat, to talk uh, to MSU head basketball coach Chris Jans, MSU head women's basketball coach Sam Purcell, uh, Earlier this week, we talked to them on Monday. I know we're, we're a good ways out from basketball. We're probably, what, three three months to the day, probably close to the start of the college basketball season. I feel like there's excitement for college basketball in Starkville, but there's also some trepidation because it's just been such a rough ride the last decade. And that's not I'm not understating the word decade there. It has been a long time since Mississippi State basketball fans really had anything to, to be totally excited about. I like Chris Chance. I, I think he's a no-nonsense kind of coach, which is what this team kind of needed. I think I think he's got a good plan in place. I think he's a guy who understands recruiting in the year 2022. The transfer portal is going to be his his friend, much the same way that Lane Kiffin does at Ole Miss in football. I think Mississippi State basketball will be very similar. I think you'll see the transfer portal year in year out. They'll go out and get impact guys there every season. But he's also, you know, he's doing well on the recruiting path uh, right now. You know, there's a lot of, of high-level four-star kids that are being connected to Mississippi State. We'll see, you know, that signing day, I think, is in October for early signing day. Year one, though, for him, we'll see. We'll see. If he if he pulls off a miracle, I would be, <laughs> I would be willing to say that Mississippi State has got a great coach in place. I think they have a very good coach in place. But making the tournament with this squad, I just don't know, man. They, I don't think they have. If Iverson Molinar had returned, or if Isaiah Mosley, who ended up at Missouri, had decided to transfer in, and you had a guy I feel like you could count on for you know eighteen to twenty points a game from the perimeter, maybe, maybe then. But I mean, I like Tolu Smith. He's going to be really good in the post. But I don't know about who State's going to have out there. I do like I do like Deshaun Davis, the point guard from from Oregon State. State hasn't had a true point guard in quite a while. I mean, Lamar Peters. Was one, but he, you know, he was definitely a shoot first point guard. And then you got, I mean, you got to go back. I mean, when? I mean, how far back do I have to go to find a, a true point guard? I'm, I'm thinking, you know, who was the guy before Jamont Gordon? That's how far back I just went. 
But I like Jans a lot. I think he's got a lot of of potential. He's obviously a really sharp guy. He knows what he's doing. I think Mississippi State basketball is in is in really good hands there. On the women's side, though, that's a team that uh, that that could be in the tournament this year. A lot of talent there. Anastasia Hayes back, twenty points a game. Jessica Carter back. You know she missed all of last season, stepped away from the team, but now she's back. I mean she's a walking double double. They've recruited well. They've got some pieces in the portal. I won't be surprised to see Mississippi State back in postseason play this year with the, on the women's side. I had asked him a question. I thought it was kind of it's sort of interesting to think about. State's had four coaches in the last three years, right? You had Schaefer, then he leaves. You have McCray Penson for a season, then she leaves. Then you have uh, Doug Novak last year. Now he's gone, now you have Sam Purcell. So four coaches in three years, you think, that program's in disarray. They must be terrible. It's three years removed from being in the Elite Eight and five years removed from playing for two national titles. So which program is it? Is it closer to the to the, the four coaches in three years or it's closer to play for two national titles in five years? I don't know the answer. I feel like that. I feel like that program is closer to getting back to where it was, though, than the men's program is. And gosh, when you say getting back to where it was with the men's program, we are talking about the early two thousands. We're talking about twenty years ago. It's been eighteen years since the Road Warriors, since Lawrence Roberts and Winsome Frazier and Timmy Bowers and winning the SEC. That was the two thousand three two thousand four season. That's been a long time, guys. For Mississippi State basketball to kind of be in the wilderness. They've had some NCAA tournament appearances in there, but I think Jans can build the program back to where it's a consistent. I don't know if about every year in the NCAA tournament, that's a lot. Not everybody does that. But can be in that conversation every year. I feel like Jans can do that. Purcell, I think, can get this team back up and running relatively quickly. We shall see. I'll be back with you next week, 6 o'clock. Super Talk Mississippi, plenty to talk about as we get closer and closer to the start of the college football season. For Rhino, way down there in Studio X, who spins the records and does nothing but make me look good, I'm Brian Haydad. Thank you for listening. The Thunder and Lightning here on Super Talk Mississippi. Mississippi Media Production.